It's time once again to have a common sense discussion on social justice. Host Michael Davis joining me today well, to bring us again a common sense and fresh perspective to creating a just society. His podcast can be found on matradayradio.com under our digital media pull-down menu. Oh, Michael's joining us today to tell us what's coming up in his new episode. Good morning, Michael. Thanks so much for joining us today. Good morning, Brenda. So you, in your work, and also in what you bring forward on your podcast, you have an opportunity to meet and work with immigrants, people coming from other countries, looking to find a new life, a better life, or just really a, a, a new perspective on what's happening. Tell a little our listeners a little bit about, through your work, some of the ways you've been able to help our immigrant brothers and sisters. Yeah, so uh, I work for a major immigration uh, organization, and through that work, helping immigrants and refugees who land in the Portland metro area, just helping them find housing and figure out how to, to navigate jobs and things of that here. And then on the individual level through the years, just, you know, people who are trying to get here, maybe there's a small fee that needs to get paid and it's too complicated to change the currency. I just pay it with American currency from here and call it good and then guide them through the process of how to prepare to live here. Michael, is there a particular situation for immigrants coming to specifically Portland that really you you need to make special attention to uh, when it comes to maybe connecting them with community or faith community? Or is it really the basics, finding home, finding job and and, and getting children into school? I mean, is there a particular yeah. area that stands out? Yeah, I think getting them into housing first, just so they can. Um, and there are programs out there to help do that so they can just uh, have a place to rest and think straight so they're getting the proper rest and getting food but even before they get here if you're able to communicate with them before they get here is helping them understand how american society works on a few things and you can do some of that after but the one thing i do is try to break their illusion that american culture is like hollywood because that's okay. what they know well, sure. Any of us that you know, born and raised here, we understand, boy, the image of the U.S. Uh, is not at all like what you see on the movies. Joining me this morning again, I am speaking with Michael Davis, host of Common Sense on Social Justice. Well, something that's wonderful too, Michael, in your work and also on your podcast is you bring forward important issues that we need to be aware of and some of the, the struggles that, you know, people deal with here in the United States and especially in this particular case, immigrants, you have an opportunity to bring on some great guests. And that is the case in your upcoming episodes. Please introduce us to your guests so that way we can have some more of a discussion. Yeah, so today we have Pasian Sichaku joining us for the next two weeks on the podcast, talking about her experience as an immigrant from Africa and all she went through and how she settled long-term into American society. And also, uh, we've got a very important podcast that shows how she's taking a business that she runs and using it to help immigrants get employed, trained, and be, thrive in their own lives. So she's using her business within her neighborhood to create a just situation uh, for people. So uh, looking forward to these next two weeks with Passions.
Pause hands. Thank you so much for joining us today on The Morning Blend. Let our listeners know a little bit about you. What country did you immigrate from here to the Pacific Northwest? Uh, thank you for having me here. I came here from the Congo, formerly known as Zaire, um, back in 1996. However, I left Congo in 1995, um, sometime around September of 95. So I joined my mother in Rwanda, in Kigali, in capital city. That's where my father, my stepfather, was working with uh, an agency that gave him a contract to work there. Uh, previous to that, they had also lived in uh, Rwanda when the genocide broke. Okay. So I wasn't with them, but my sister was with them. So as they fled, they fled, they came back over here. So then I had to join them in Kigali. But unfortunately, the Rwandese... Um, People did not really allow us to stay there. The government did not want my father to be there because he had been there before the war. So they thought he was a spy. So we had to evacuate. Wow. So then we left. My dad uh, fled to Kenya with my two younger brother. My mom and I had to go back to Congo because at that time I didn't have my legal paper to uh, go to Kenya or travel too far. Because Rwanda, you could just cross the border by just walking. So that's how it was easy for me to just go there. And so I would wait a little bit longer than I wanted. So two weeks in that little town in Goma with my mom, we were staying with a friend. So uh, after two weeks, I was able to get uh, what they call here travel document to be able to travel to uh, Kenya to meet with my father and my little brothers. So then I had to wait there three more months to get my passport to be able to come here to the United States to uh, stay with my family. Pasiance, tell our listeners, Michael and I were talking about how there is an idea that mm-hmm. oftentimes immigrants have about the United States, you know, almost like everywhere you go, it's this city on a shining hill ready to welcome people. There's plenty for everyone. Is that an idea that you grew up with thinking about the United States? Yes. Um, unfortunately for me, I never really thought too much of it coming from a very tiny village. I never really thought about America. So I didn't really think too much until I left and got to Kigali. And then I was like, I found out I was coming back here with my parents. I was like, oh, America. So I started watching movies and stuff. I really did think that it was Hollywood. Like everything was just glitz. Everything was just shiny. I was highly disappointed when I got here. The next day I woke up, I was like, what? This is a true story. I told my mother, I said, I wanna go back home. I don't like this place. So, yeah, people, we have that image, that thinking that America is just like all glitz and everything is just shiny and it's not. I am having a common sense discussion and learning a little bit about the life of immigrants coming to the United States. Michael Davis is the host of Common Sense on Social Justice. He has a special guest joining him for his next two episodes. Pasiance is an immigrant coming from the Congo. Passions. I think people have an image or idea that when immigrants come to the United States, they're fleeing something very terrible. But, you know, growing up, life is actually very beautiful for families coming here. Was that the case for you? In fact, it was the case for me. Uh, I still miss home until this day. Uh, my grandfather was a farmer, so he had animals, he had plantation of rice and corn and all this great stuff. So every time we would go on vacation, so I didn't want to go back because we had fun with the animal. We had gold, cow, pigs, pigeon, everything, you name it. So we bought things like salt and soap and little things. Everything was just there. It was just heaven. It felt like we were in a garden. 
like of you know what that garden of eden so i didn't want to i never thought about coming to the united states i never dreamed of it so mm. coming here i wouldn't say that i'm not happy too happy being here there are so much opportunities here however home is home so i was not fleeing from anything at all Oh, I love that idea. Home is home. And uh, boy, that's uh, just really beautiful. But you have come to the Pacific Northwest. You are creating a life for yourself and you're also creating opportunities for others who are also coming to the Portland area. I want to know a whole lot more about this, but I am coming up against my break. Michael Paciente, can you stay with me through the break so we can continue in the next half hour? Sure. Yes. I am back now with Michael Davis. We're having a common sense discussion on social justice. We are continuing our discussion with Ponteyance, an immigrant from the Congo who is now in the Pacific Northwest in the Portland area. Not only creating a life for herself, but creating wonderful opportunities for other immigrants coming here. Michael Ponteyance, thank you so much for staying with us today. Thank you. Yes, it's a pleasure. So, Michael, you work with immigrants that are coming into the country, trying to help them create a, a life and, and opportunities for themselves. How difficult is it for immigrants who have an idea for a job, a very specific type of business that they want to start? What's the process that you help them through in order to get a dream into reality? Uh, it can be a very long and difficult process. Uh, one uh, man, him and his family are refugees from Iran and they had to come here uh, to escape war. He was a movie producer there and um, couldn't, you know, he's having a hard time transitioning into Hollywood because he'd rather do it that way. But he's not able to because of all of the cultural differences and all of those things he's got to learn. So he's trying to figure out how do I even pay the bills? Of course, you got to wait for your work permit mm. and that can take a while. And then you've got a. uh you know, just those very basics, if you think about feeding the family, just those things without a work permit for a while, and how do you pay rent? And then a lot of these rental assistance for immigrants is on such a short-term basis that most people aren't able to get on their feet by the time the assistance ends. So it's actually a very long and difficult process. And uh, just to put this pitch in, it would be good if the churches stepped up <laughs> and <laughs> okay. really surrounded these families during that time. Oh, for sure. Pasanti, now you had said in our first half hour discussion, you came here as a child, but still your culture, your Congolese culture is still such a part of your life. And well, you had an idea for a way to bring a part of piece of that culture here to the Portland area. Tell our listeners a little bit about what you do. So I'm a caterer. I cater for African events, and I'm actually expanding not to just African. I'm going to open to everyone. I'm learning how to cook American food as well. So um, my idea and dream is to um, educate the people who get here. Uh, because as I came here, the food was really difficult for me to eat. It's mm. totally different. Yep. And the taste and the spice, everything, the way they prepare, everything is totally different. So I struggle with eating. And I know I notice a lot of people in my community struggle with the food here, too. So I want to give them a little bit of sense that it's OK. You know, we're here. The, those of us who got here first, we got it. Not that we got everything, but I know because I went through it. So you can. I have a garden now. Someone helped me with that last time. So <laughs> I got a garden plot. So I'm learning how to garden stuff, too. So I want to teach people how to eat healthy because also eating is OK, but we have to eat healthy. Because I came, I started eating all kinds of food and all it started just like, you know, the health problem, my mm -hmm. skin and I was just getting sick. 
it was because the food here is overly processed. So I want my people to know you can choose healthy food. Just because it's present, it's not it's not good for you to eat everything that you see. You have to go, I'm going organic. So most of my plates is going to be organic. Everything I'm serving has to be organic because I feel that it's very important for us to know what we're putting in our bodies. Our food here in America is overly processed. It's really just not that good for Oh, no yeah. doubt. I think that you could not have picked a better place, though, than the Portland area to really find an embrace of organics and unprocessed foods. Of course, David and I, we talk a lot about that on the morning show. And I, I can appreciate what you're saying, because even I look at my own family, that food is an important part of a family culture. When there is a celebration, when there is a even a funeral, mm-hmm. we gather around food. We yeah. break bread together. It is part of our faith. Yeah. Uh, and I love the idea that it's important for immigrants to recognize, well, we want to welcome them. So what do we bring them a meal or whatever? And well, it's not necessarily going to be appreciated in quite the way that we think that it might be. So if somebody were to come to you and they are, are preparing to uh, to learn more about cooking and the way that you cook, tell our listeners a little bit about some of the Oh, main ingredients that make up uh, your meals. I mean, we cook almost with everything that's here, but just differently. Uh, we have a lot. Of, we cook with a lot of spices, like uh, habanero, like you know, spicy food. Mm. I can make sambusa just like an Indian person can make it, but totally different with different spice, and it will totally this. It, it will taste totally different, but it's the same thing. So most of my, like I say, most of my spices come from Congo. I can't really find them here, especially there are a couple of them that my mom has to bring from back home. I can't really say the name in English, but. um, Can you say them for me in your language? (laughs) (laughs) I have to ask my mom. So uh, my mom is not here right now. We'll have to ask her. Um, So a lot of those things are traditional that she brings from the village. Mm. So uh, things like smoked fish, you can find smoked fish here, but the way we smoke fish back home is totally different. Okay. And you, the smoked fish, you cook it with the peanut butter, in a, you put the peanut butter in the sauce, and you put habanero, and it's really spicy. You eat it with fufu. Fufu is like rice flour or semolina flour. It's like cornmeal. Okay. So you make it with that, and you eat it with that. And we eat a lot of spinach. I eat a lot of spinach, vegetable, cassava leaves. Those like cassava leaves is almost like a delicacy back home. Wow. So... Okay, Michael, I think we've got a great meal ahead for (laughs) us, for sure. I think that's wonderful. Now, you're taking this opportunity, recognizing that what you went through, Mm -hmm. coming to the United States, changing your dietary habits, but now you're really using your skills to help others coming in. So tell our listeners about how you take this business and help those just right where you are in the neighborhood. So right now, it's I what I'm working on right now is working with the immigration to get certain certificate for my business to be able to uh, sponsor anybody who needs sponsoring to work here in the United States. But people who are already here who are needing just more of an experience on the resume per se, or just experience so they can get jobs, or to just get themselves kind of finding their way around. So I would hire and train them to get that kind of experience to have on a resume. If they want to go work for someone after six months to a year, you can go ahead and do that. Just give them somewhat of an experience. Because as we come here, you've never worked in your country. We just come here and then, boom, you got to work. So uh, it makes it difficult for a lot of people to know how to get into the work environment. I was there when I got here at 16. I went to work as a waitress in um, ice cream area. I really didn't know what to do. 
So uh, nobody was there to guide me. I wish I had someone to guide me. So I want to be able to give people those kind of tools to just know how to operate in the workplace to give them that knowledge. So the training part of it will be the big piece. Michael, you talk on your podcast about these large global issues like immigration and and the struggles that immigrants have. But you also in your podcast lead us to very specific ways right here in our own neighborhoods, how we can make a change. Well, what Paciance is doing is find a very creative way to meet people where they are and, well, help them with a new business, a, a, a new job, well, and a skill. Yeah, and I, a few weeks ago on the podcast, I was trying to get the concept across that you could take your neighborhood, connect it with a neighborhood in another country and create these supports in place, especially with the internet now. We can do that, but I was having a hard time conveying that thought. And then she comes on the, the show and, and shows like I can affect change in Africa right in my neighborhood in Portland by this kind of, it's the most creative thing. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I mean, that, that. right there. Oh, yeah. I love that uh, so very much. Well, again, what a wonderful opportunity for people coming here from one idea, what kind of business you've been able to build. Well, for our listeners, maybe who want to experience African cuisine, have you come to an event of theirs? Where can they find information about having you cater their event? Well, I am at PacienceCuisine.com. Well, isn't that very easy to remember? I like that so much. Well, Pacians, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. We look forward to hearing the episodes. Michael, thanks so much for joining us once again. Remind our listeners where they can uh, listen to your podcast. Well, you can listen to us on the Hail Mary Media app or materdayradio.com under Standalone Podcasts. And if you want more information on Passiance Cuisine, email us at sjcommonsense at gmail.com and I'll get you that information. All right. Fantastic. Well, thank you both so much for your time. And again, that is Passiance and Michael Davis is joining us today. I will also be sure to add the links to where you can get right to Passiance. Paciance's website. You're going to find those links again on the podcast of this interview, materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary Media app.